Wales money because he keeps robbing him. Like he's, you know, cheap, keeps uh, taking millions out of the casino. He doesn't want to deal with it anymore. I started. Then, re- I started recording the podcast. By the way, we're talking. He's talking okay. about Poker Face. He's watching. Okay. Well, I don't want to go any further because it'll spoil. Watch Poker Face. It's a good show. Yes, yeah. it's, it's worth. But watching. the point is, I was asking why is she on the road and around so many murders? Well, so far she just stumbles into him. That's just okay. That's the it's just one of those. It's like the Incredible Hulk. I was just going to say Incredible Hulk. Because she's on the run because the Mafia guy, because Adrian Brody jumps out the window, kills himself, and the Mafia guy's like, I'm coming for you, you bitch. You his nose hit first. And... <laughs> his nose exploded, and, and uh, Las Vegas was flooded with snot and blood. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill it. I was in Predators. I was actually really good in that movie. I got shredded. Nobody, nobody watched cared. It. Poor mother. What the fuck, fanboys? What do you want? I right. hate fanboys. That movie's they good. Bitch, they bitch and moan about everything, and then there's something happens in a show or a movie, and they're like, oh, it's stupid. This is stupid. You shut the fuck up. Go away. Just go away. I'm sick of this shit. You're speaking of. That's enjoyable. Speaking of stupid or good. M. Night Shyamalan. All right, this one's my episode, so I'll do... Hello, citizens, welcome to Hollywood is Dead 125 M. Night Shyamalan Movies. I'm Phoenix West. <laughs> we did a, a James Cameron episode, and I we talked about doing like a Michael Mann or a Christopher Nolan. We'll get to them. I wanted to do M. Night for two reasons. One is I wanted to watch Cabin in the Woods, or Cabin... Knock at the cabin. Knock at the cabin. And I had just seen old and was like, what the fuck was that? So I was like, we need to discuss M. Night. Uh, He's curious. He piques my interest only because he has movies that are ranked in my rankings from two to ten or to, to eight. Sorry, two to eight. That's a wide range for a director. And he has like every score in between that, by the way. Literally. Carpenter's probably up that way, I would say. I don't have any Carpenter movies at two. Uh, I think uh, that episode he did of um, uh, Pro-Life. We I didn't have that, that at two. As bad as it was, I didn't have it at a two. I wasn't okay. actively angry. Oh, okay. Like what, I, was your, what's your M. Night movie at a two, then? Well, I'll go in order here. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming you did not make a list, right? Oh um, no! I didn't think so. But I but I can I can tell you my I, off the top of my head I can tell you because I've seen I've seen all of his movies except for maybe old and the last one. But I, the last one looked like it was all right. Yeah. So I give him that one. But old I had I had zero interest in old. I just didn't care. Yeah. The only one I like I do expect you to watch at least the Coen Brothers movies that we're gonna do here yes. at the end of the next. Oh well, yeah, month. yeah, I've seen all those. But exactly so. I won't blame you for not watching M. Night movies. I did sit down and watch all of them again or for the first time, except for I didn't watch Split again. I didn't watch Sixth Sense or Unbreakable or Old. Yeah. But I had recently just watched Old for the second time like a month or two ago. So I'm counting that. But other than that, I watched them all. Yeah. Including his first two movies, which are hard to find. Praying with Anger. 
and Wide Awake. I've seen those for the first time. I watched them all the way through. Now, Wide Awake is an actual movie, but uh, yeah. Pray, Praying with Anger, what was it called? Just Praying with Anger. Praying with Anger. Actually, I mean, hey, say what you will. Like, he stars in it, which is not great. But he's not terrible in, in what I saw of that movie because I, sure. I fucking skimmed it. I didn't want to watch the whole thing. We'll talk about it when I get there. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Because oh. it's his first movie. I thought you just opened with that. No, no. I'm, it's a rankings episode. Oh, okay. We're going to yeah, do the okay. same thing with Coen Brothers. We'll go through our lists. Okay, yeah. Okay, fine. But My I, least favorite Should is... I start at the top or the bottom? I think we should start at the top. Okay. Because um, I'm, gonna, I'm we'll, going to agree with you on the top ones anyway. We'll have less to say about the great ones. Yeah, because everything's been said. Number one, this is the movie that got... I mentioned it has rankings through two to eight, and yes, it is, unbreak, it is unbreakable. Yeah. It's his I best, agree. That's it's my favorite movie. movie. Yeah. It's I mean, movie. we'll talk very briefly about Unbreakable. It's just a solid movie. I like watching it. It's it's just a... It's so perfectly paced throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Bruce the Willis. shots are great. The sound design oh. is actually really well done. It, it's wonderful. It's a good... It's really good. It's just slow. It's a slow... Which is... Moving. My... Fine. Yeah, yeah. I love slow movies. Like As long as it go, it's going somewhere. Slow slow right, burn is perfect for me. It, yeah. I always bring up the, the best example yeah. I can of a slow burn movie that's perfect is going to be uh, There Will Be Blood. If you're not into that, right, you're yeah. going to hate it. But I fucking yeah. love that movie. Yeah. It yeah. is a slow burn, and it's a character piece. It's, that's all it is. There's no real story. They called me Mr. Glass. I was a bastard <laughs> in the basket. But Unbreakable... It's got it's the good comic book story, good versus evil, and it's all set up and all paid yeah. off really well. Has right. this twist without being too stupid. And then M Night in <laughs> twenty years later ruins it. <laughs> just fucking ruins it. We'll so get badly. to that way later. Like, we'll get to that because he he ruins it. I mean, oh my god. My number two. This is out of fifteen, by the way. There's fifteen movies he did. So, number one, okay. Unbreakable. Number two is actually Knock at the Cabin. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. I would have said Sixth Sense. Most people would. Yeah. I think I most say, yeah. people, the average movie viewer, would have Sixth Sense number one. Because, well, yes, I would agree with that. Yes. But also, Knock at the Cabin is just way too new. I mean, it just came out. It's still in yeah. theaters right now. But I watched. I mean, that's I, like that's fresh. Off just the, watched it. The slab uh, a few a few weeks ago at this point, right. and I was like, "This it, it's perfect because it's very very low key, where there's not a, you know you you know the spoils and all that sort of stuff. But there's yeah. So if you haven't seen it yet, fast forward 15, 30 seconds. Who knows? There's no grand twist. There, there's right. just not. It's just a simple story that has suspense, and you're constantly like. What are they actually doing, and why are they? Oh my god! And they'll sit there and like fall on swords in front of them, and they're like, "What the?" And it's like, "Oh my!" Like, is it pre-recorded news footage that they're showing them the whole movie? And you're like, "I I don't think so," but I don't really know. But then there's no twist at the end where it's just it's just true. Yeah, it just ends up being it is the end of the world, and they stop. And I'm so glad he did that because I did not. I was sitting there going, "What's the fucking twist, M Night?" What's I was so cynical watching this movie. 
Well, that is the twist. The twist is it really yes. happened. The twist yeah, is the, M. The Night twist. stayed the fuck they out of right. his own yeah. way. He yeah, did. basically, that. this is it. No, I'm not, I'm, he, not, I'm not trying to trick you. This is what's really he, going on. He wasn't that meme where the guy throwing the no. stick in his, in his front wheel. Going fucking him. Yeah, he wasn't him doing that to his own movie for once. And I'm like, right. oh, yeah. that was actually really good. And I was thinking about it days after. I'm like, that was, it wasn't like a fucking amazing. Don't get me wrong. Right. I gave it a seven. I gave it one less than Unbreakable. Yeah. But I really fine. did enjoy it. And I'll definitely watch it again. And good. performances are great. And it's a simple, simple movie. And that's all I wanted out of it. And So, so your third would probably be, I would say, Six Sense. My third is Six Sense. I, I also yeah. gave that a seven. Yeah, Six Sense is, is good, but I think um, in rewatching the reaction because I watch people's reaction videos to it, who had never seen it before, <clears throat> and it's always wonderful at the end when they go, "He was dead the whole time," and they cry, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh my god, how sad!" But I'm watching, you know, seeing the re- rewatch. It's almost a cheat because the movie is it's all usual suspects where the movie is lying to you on purpose. Yeah, this one is like it's cheating. It's Cheating line, it is sub, it is subversion of of uh, of reality one hundred percent. It's suspension of disbelief one hundred percent because Bruce Willis is standing in the middle of the aisle during the play at the end of the movie where he's doing the King Arthur thing. So that's like, well, that's weird. Why is he he's been standing the whole fucking time watching the show? Because it's kind of a fire hazard. Marshall wouldn't let that happen, but he's yeah. just there. A good usher would have escorted him to his seat. But good actually would have got his ass out of there. But then, like, he, he's talking to the ghost. He made peace with everything. And it's a good movie. Don't get wrong. Six Sense is good. And that was, like, the biggest hit of his career. Made big money. Oh, yeah. I remember when it came out in theaters. And it he's was like, still getting work for that movie. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And no one spoiled it. Yeah. Which was kind of amazing. Back in the day, that movie was, like, number one for eight weeks in a row. Nobody ever spoiled it. Like, it never came out. And I think I saw it probably two weeks after it came out, and I was like, oh, that was a good twist. And then Scary Movie and came out and had the fucking... And has the twist. Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. My, uh, I, so I, was, I was watching it, and I was like, I wasn't surprised when the reveal happened. I, I don't remember if I guessed it. I don't think I did, but I was like, oh, he's dead. No. And then I was no. like, so what was the movie then? Like, other than that twist, here's, like, right. comparing to the usual suspects, that movie works without the twist. This movie does right, not. Yeah. It's like he's trying to help the kid. So right. if he doesn't reveal to be a ghost, right? What's the what's the movie? That's why I was like, right. I never loved it as much as everyone was obsessed with it. I was like, I don't, I don't get right. the movie if it weren't for the twist. And what's I, I just can't figure out why this would be happening. But great right. performances. Everyone's good in the movie. It's really well shot. Um. And he did put a lot of detail into, like, making sure nobody actually looks him in the eye and stuff. And it's a... Yeah. I always say M. Night is a very good director. Terrible writer. Yes. It would be best if he directed other... Kevin Smith. Directed other people's scripts, he'd be better. Like, I think Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie would be better directing other people's scripts. That is, yes. Very apt comparison. He's got a nice style. It's kind of fun. He knows how to make something look good. Except when they start talking, that's when you know, oh, it's this movie. Yep. They both they both stick stick that stick in their front wheel while they're riding the bike. And just uh, 
And it's like maybe if you just don't write it, you're you yeah. won't. Uh, yeah, it's not to say Sixth Sense suffers from writing. It's just a, it's really really good and very well done, but it didn't strike that like this is fucking incredible. Like I got. Well, like, if everyone you didn't have Haley, if you didn't have Haley Jaws, but the movie don't work. Yeah. So without Haley Jaws, but the movie's nothing. So again, it's a little bit of both. I mean, Haley Joel sells it because he's like like all the time, he's crying, scared, blah blah blah. Yeah. This is where we have a... I have the same score for this movie as I do with The Sixth Sense, but I feel like it's far inferior. Number four. Number four is Split. Wow, you go that high with Split. Yeah. I, I, Ooh, I I've only seen it once. Signs before Split. I've only seen it once. I, I've seen it one and a half times. Yeah. it's It could be lower on the second view. But I did enjoy James McAvoy in it. He's right above your name. He is, the word dick is on his face. Right above you. James McAvoy. James McAvoy is great. A, is a great actor. And Split, he does a hell of a job. Yeah. I give him all the credit in the world. Great. That script is the dumbest script maybe ever written next to Isle of Wright. Uh, <laughs> whatever that movie was. Grand Isle. Uh, maybe just as bad because the way they explain, well, you know, split personality, like, no, yes. no, that's, that's not how that works. That's no. typical M. Night expository dialogue by a, a doctor character. He has that in so many movies. It, it is, it is adaption, the fake movie that, that Nick Cage is working <laughs> on in, in the adaption. Yes. This is the movie. Like, he became Adaptation. a reality and splits the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it is. So yeah, it is. Where in adaptation, Nick Cage's brother Donald is talking about, and he, he but oh, sorry, uh, Charlie Kaufman is asking Donald about how are you going to film the scene where he's not chasing himself with the motorcycle, and he goes, "Trick photography." Yeah, and he's like, True "I don't think you know what that means." <laughs> love that, love that scene, and it is, it is that movie. But it's great. I did enjoy yeah. the movie, and that's all I cared about at the moment. But I haven't, I have not rewatched it. I've only seen it once. It would have yeah, been the Anna, next Aaron, one I got Anna to. Anna Taylor Joy. She's great. It was Anna Taylor Joy's last screen appearance of her giant breasts. And <laughs> they were in the same sense. And she got too skinny. Now she's smoking for cheesy. She's eating cheeseburgers. She's smoking cigarettes. And she's working nonstop. Nonstop. She's in every fucking thing. She's in an X Men movie and nobody noticed. The New Mutants. New Mutants. I just rewatched that as well. And her Russian accent is just I never terrible. Saw it. Hello, my name is Girl from Movie. <laughs> I see I my rapist. Bear. She has like the saddest story in that movie where she sees like this Ugh. face. This She has like nightmares. The other girl has her, her powers. She can make your nightmares come to, to life. And Anna, Anna, Taylor, uh. Anna Taylor Joy had a rapist when she was a kid. And she created like this thing looking at the ceiling. And it was like the smiley face. It was called like the smiley man. And she would see like ah, smiley man coming at her. She, she was getting raped as a child, and that, it was the saddest backstory for a character. It's like, why is this in a PG thirteen X Men movie? Isn't that in um, uh, 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 one of the Mike Flanagan movies, with she's the haunting uh, the Bly House, where she's a social worker? Yeah, and she yeah talks to the little girl. She says, "Smiley face, smiley yeah. face," and it's her dad. Same fucking her, but she looks up. Yeah. There's a smiley face on the ceiling. Yep. Same concept. Yeah. Same ex- No, not even same concept. Same. It could exact have been taken from the thing. comics. 
Could have. Same thing. Who knows? But it could have been from the comics. I don't know. Because comics were done 30 years, 40 years ago. But I will say Haunting of Hill House did it way better. They did. It, it actually impacted the characters' motivations. And, and, and But I digress. Um, now Mike Flanagan's Mike, Mike doing Dark Terror now for Amazon. He's doing fucking everything right now. He left Netflix. He left Netflix. He said, fuck you, Netflix. I'm out. And he's doing... Which I'm very excited about. He's doing something else. If he too. could do Dark Tower, that'd be amazing. He's, I think uh, Dark, he's got he's what uh, Dark Tower's in the future. He's doing something else. Some other show that's coming out. Yeah. Um, it might be his last show with Netflix. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I'm gonna look it up right now. But my the number, Dick House. My, number five. Oh here. Okay, oh, sorry, I haven't pulled up right now. He number is doing five. upcoming. The Fall of the House of Usher. That's what it was. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was looking into that. That's also right, net. This is last Netflix. Number, thing. I would say number five signs. Number five is actually the visit. What? The visit. Holy, holy shit! This is off the rails. It's, it's. I gave it a six. Wow. Because of how stupid wow. and schlocky it is. Holy. It shit. is amusing to no end for oh. me. Oh my god, that is I saw this I, fucking I, thing I, I in the theater. One. I did too. I saw that one in the theater. I love watching those old people freak out nude. <laughs> yeah. And the the only Very thing good. I hated is we kept making fun of the, the white boy rapper. Oh, he's so annoying. And what and is M night? Okay. It's an M night thing. That's what he does. He, quirky quirky characters. He does that are like, you know, cultural appropriate. He does quirky children who are secret geniuses. He does that right. in so many movies. They're all they're all autistic as fuck. Yes, and smart. So this go. kid is one of them. the The girl. The only reason it's found footage is because the girl's making a documentary about meeting her grandparents grandparents for the first time. But when he rub when the old grandpa is revealed to be just a, a psychiatric patient who killed the grandparents, and he shoves the diaper in the kid's face, it is, it is cinema at its finest. I I, I agree. It's James yes. Cagney with the grapefruit. You are right. It's it's, it's 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 funny. Oh, it's oh. Chef's Kiss. It's wonderful. It's, it's perfect. It's wonderful. <laughs> and then Catherine Hahn, who's oblivious, to the, the worst mother in the world. Yes, oblivious to your children being with two psychotics. <laughs> That's not your grandparents. Part well, I let I gave this movie my five slot because it's the part of me that loves B movies. I like I the, the schlockiness of this movie because well, I, I understand how far he goes out of his way to make sense of the plot he created for himself. It is it is a, a herculean task. Catherine Hahn did something when she was like 16, 17. Right. And hasn't seen her parents since. Won't even look at them online. They they have the grandma character fuck up the lens on the camera. Uh, the, the sorry, the camera on the laptop. So that that explains why they can't do video conferences with the with the, the grandparents there. Well, they did they did that on purpose. Yes, they, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's so yeah. out of the way to make sense of the plot, and it's it's just a perfect blend of so fucking dumb and also like genius, amazing laugh laughter at the old lady going. <laughs> scratching at the wall i'm like this is so I, dumb yes <laughs> i had an emotional reaction to the movie and that was what why <laughs> the whole movie 
to be number five. That's so high on this list. Yes. We haven't gotten to the bad ones yet. No. Number six. So number six. With signs. You know what? Actually, my number six is it jumped up like seven spots after I rewatched it the second time. We saw this movie Not together. Glass. Oh, The Village. The Village. The Village, yeah. Yeah, The Village is fine. I, I liked it. I gave it a six. Nothing not too, too much, but I made fun of this movie so much. And you want to tell the story, what you told me? I don't, you, you tell, because I don't remember, but if I said I'm a genius, so you tell the story, because I'm, I'm proud of myself for this one. M. Night this is, is such good. a schlocky a-hole that Dick actually, like, I don't fall for this shit ever, but you also ruined a lot of movies for me. And you, we were going to go see The Village, and you go, like, ah, I already heard the, the spoiler. You, I'm like, oh, God, what? I'm like, what could that possibly do to, to fool us? And he goes, you go, well, they, uh, you know, it's all these white people there. You know, it's Bryce Dallas Howard and Mobile and Walking Phoenix. And they go outside, and there's a black dude. And it's all this, there's black people outside the village. I was like, oh my God, really? <laughs> I, I, for some reason, just bought in wholeheartedly. So I'm sitting there in the theater watching, waiting. <laughs> and my recollection was the first person they saw was M. Night. And I'm like, oh my God, he's right. <laughs> but in reality, exactly. watching it again was, they meet, the best part. he meets the white guy. He meets the white guy who takes okay. him to M. Night. And I was like, ah. Uh. Right. Okay, all so, right. Now I got to watch it with a fresh mind with no, like, with nothing planned. Like, I wasn't thinking anything. And I was like, oh, this is actually a good movie. Right. I thought I I I remember that uh, William Hurt was way more sinister. Him in a, uh, what's her name? No. Ripley. Why am I blanking on her name? Sigourney Weaver. I thought they were way more sinister, but they're not. No, it's, it's 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 basically they wanted to get out of the city because they had a tragedy and that's what they want. It's, it's they're very serious about it. It's noble, but at the same time, it's like it's not going to happen. No, but this is nutty town you're talking and about. And again, he goes so far out of his way to explain to to no. to cover up the plot, which is William Hurt's um, father was a big like billionaire banker. Or he like made a ton of movie on the uh, money on the yeah. real estate market, so he's a billionaire, and he died, and that's his tragedy and why he goes in here. So now it's called the uh, whatever their last name is Reserve, and it's also Bryce Dallas Howard's last name. Well, no, he didn't die. He didn't he die. Something somebody was murdered. He's killed. He wanted to get, get away from society. I was and skipping. That's why the... he puts the walls up and he doesn't. Want... Yes. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the reason. But it's, it explains. Like it was he's murdered. I'm just saying it thing. explains why. They don't know the other world exists because they have so much money that M. Knight has a line of dialogue yeah. there in his security booth where he goes, you know, those crazy rich bastards made it so we can't fly planes over the reserve. And I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, so dumb. It's crazy. It's him. Those crazy rich bastards. It's him explaining... Imagine. Covering up his plot with a line of dialogue, like, "Oh, don't look, don't look too deep." Yeah, but <laughs> I bet I get. Guess what? He is the he's a, now he's a crazy rich bastard. Is the same fucking thing. I rewrote air traffic so I don't have to deal with it. I don't like hearing planes when I write my scripts. When I write my twist scripts, him and Tim Burton must get along famously. 
They should. We need to have an interview with the two of them. Oh, I doubt that. I'm the I weirdo. Don't, I don't think. I think Tim Burton probably can't stand him. That's what'd be fun. Tim Burton's gonna out artist him. They're talking to each other through hair. comic like, books. They both got that crazy hair. I want to draw a picture and to explain my my motivation. But um, the bigger question is why is neither so one of them say... worked with Nick Cage? Neither one of them. I'll give it time. All right. So what were you saying? Sorry. My number six is the village. I, I gave it a six. Yeah, that's that's fair. My number seven is signs. That also jumped up a wow, few. Wow, finally movies. signs. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't like signs. Yeah, I mean it's not a terrible movie. I had seen it twice before. Didn't care for it. This time. I found it enjoyable. I liked it. Didn't love it. Gave it a six. I have really nothing else to say about it. Any thoughts on signs? I am a crazy person. <laughs> smell gets. I am a madman. <laughs> what did we say? He's running around the house. I am a crazy person. I'm enraged. I feel like uh, M. Night has yeah, Abigail Breslin in it. Yeah, he has to have that one joke where it cuts to the joke. He does it in every movie at least right. once. And in this one, it's he, he's calling his brother. And he's like, oh, but there's and he comes home, and then the brother just has a tinfoil hat on, sitting on the couch. He just cuts to them. I was like, oh, there's this one joke. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to have that yeah. visual joke. I like the performances in this movie, and I actually wasn't bored by the plot this time for the, for the first time ever. I just found it... I, it is. Your signs is fine. I don't like the stupid backstory with the wife and the water and the baseball bat. That's mostly what I focused on the first couple of times I saw this. Where I fucking hate that shit. Well, Why are not, they on Earth? You're not wrong. It is. This is yeah. Three fourths water. These fucking aliens are the weakness is water. Why would you come here? That's your first mistake. <clears throat> so M Night Shyamalan. He he's really the he is the patron saint. Of suspension of disbelief. Yes. And that's just what he is. It's like, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to notice that. Because they're going to be enthralled with the twist that I provide for them. Like, uh, M. Night, you know the Earth is three quarters water. What? It's not War of the Worlds. I where thought they, it was only one third. Where they caught a virus. Where uh, Viruses don't make up right. three quarters of the planet. So they didn't know it was there. Water it's microscopic. Battery acid. Like who right. fucking knew? This is and not even not even alienation. A- alienation. Seawater was battery acid to the aliens, but that was seawater. This was just water. Didn't matter where it came from. Water. It was water in the fucking so air. There's more of it. <laughs> yeah. So signs. Signs. Joaquin Phoenix. Who he worked with again, the village signs yeah. and village with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, both I, I, featuring Joaquin. And he's great and then, in both. And then M. Knight does a double feature with Bryce Dallas Howard, but I don't think we're getting to that one next, are we? We're not getting to that one for a little while. Um my number eight because yeah, that's the bottom of the bucket. That's the bottom of the barrel. You think so, but it's not. But my number eight is actually praying with anger. I gave it a six as well. I watched the whole okay. thing. It is, it is wow. his first movie, you know, very low budget, but I actually found it interesting. It It is an interesting, it, there's a lot of stuff in it that I thought, okay, this is pretty good for a first time. Or, yeah. 
I mean, it's you know, hey, give them credit. It's not, it's not terrible. And it's I actually, and, and it's a plot that you can follow. Yeah, no, it was well done. For it was made in India. For what? It, yeah, it was a, about this. It was a story because nobody's nobody's seen this fucking movie. It's on YouTube for free. But he he's an American who yeah. gets punished by his mother and has to go live in India. He's sponsored by this family. He goes there and he's, he gets in a lot of trouble and stuff. And he, he actually, you know, it's just a, a temple, typical redemption tale kind of. I don't want to say redemption, but he learns a lot of lessons there where maybe I really did need to be sent here. And I learned these lessons and I helped people and they helped me. Yeah. Really it's a simple story, but I, I found myself just sitting there watching. And I'm like, these Indian actors are really good. And the, there yeah. is some schlock in it. Like the, there's it was bully- natural. He's in college and there's bullies. And they're like, we're the seniors. You, you salute us. And I'm like, okay, I don't. Whatever. I, I saw you get a sister. I saw you get a sister last night. Yeah. I thought about her. He, That's yeah. what he said. I the guy turns around to punch bed. him. At the, I love at the end where they kidnap. What did that mean? They kidnap the, the school dean or his teacher, wherever that guy was. And M. Knight, like, beats the shit out of the guy and just stops and lets him go. And the, the, the dean's like, he's a good American boy. Because everyone's judging him right off the bat. And then um, at the end, boy. he sees the he sees the bully he at the school. He, the 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 dean let yeah. the bully back in because he didn't kill him. So the the bully gets reinstated in the school, and they they see each other. And the bully goes, "Fantastic, wonderful." <gasps> and M Night goes, "All right, bye." <laughs> so he can leaves, and he has a romance subplot. It was it was because M Night it's M Night can kick anybody's ass. Yeah, you know that, right. He does get his ass kicked the whole movie, though. The, I'll give him credit for okay. that. That's the, okay. He does. I didn't see that. At the part. very end, he he catches him because the guy he had a knife to the professor's neck, so he goes rah. It worked. Um, I didn't mind M Night as an actor. I liked him. He was he was fine. Yeah, he I, I believed right him. Movie, yeah. yeah, I think it's because it's more personal than anything else he does, and he felt like he belonged in that role, and I believed it. No, he had some line reads where I'm like, no, yeah, all the actors that was good. Are, are believable. Yeah, there's no bad. There's not really bad actors in it. They all seem legitimate. So it's like, it's like, yeah. okay. But you expect good job. I, I can see why you make movies. <laughs> but you expect that director who keeps putting himself in movies where you're like, oh, he's distracting, like Woody Allen. But him, I was like, well, he, yeah, he pulled that off, and he pulled that off in Lady in the Water, though. That's when that was the epics of his putting himself in movies and he looks like okay guy let's stop doing that now speaking we'll of that. in several movies the next one on the list number nine is glass. number seven glass oh i hate glass i hate glass i hate it glass was so bad glass is the glass start was of, it's a, the start of my fives where i where i start to not, not like movies sorry continue no, I would agree. Uh, it's just, I, I kind of was excited for it. It was like, okay, Split ended up being a secret, unbreakable sequel, which was funny. Oh, we forgot to mention that. And then Glass yeah. comes out. Yeah, well, that's, that's there you go. But um, it's a secret a sequel to Unbreakable, which was funny. I, I thought it was funny. And I don't think anybody understood that when they saw it in the theater, though. That's the thing. Because you're talking about a movie from 20 years ago. And Split came out like in what, like 2018 or whatever. So it's been a long time. And Unbreakable, I don't think a lot of people saw Unbreakable to understand that bit at the end of the movie. 
So I was like, I was laughing, and I was like, looking, I was going, do you guys not know what this, what's happening here? Do you guys not understand what's happening? You don't know what's happening. You guys are fucking dumb. Like you got watch a fucking movie. Like what, what are you guys doing? Why are you Why seeing this movie of all movies? Right. I well, split because split was like I said. Sorry. No, that was it. Like, oh. like I said, it was a secret Unbreakable sequel. Yeah, exactly. You didn't know that was coming to the very end. I'm so sorry. I, I keep wanting to talk or going to talk, was. but you're on you're on a delay here. So I'm like, eh. nope. He's t- but I don't know when you start talking. Um, but you're right. Yeah, we didn't talk about the ending, which is the secret like backdoor sequel, and that's what I already like. Split. I do like Split. I wish that was it. Like Jay Bauman says on Red Letter Media, I wish that was it. Little, ah, see, he's in the same universe, and that's it. Don't we do not need a third one, but because then they expand on that mythology. I'm gonna make a movie, we're gonna have that big epic showdown, and it never happens in the movie. Glass, right. nothing fucking happens. They, the biggest obstacle in this movie is a bunch of uh, flashing lights in the corner of the room. That's the biggest obstacle. No, it's it's the Sarah. Sarah, Sarah Paulson yeah. and her ability to clear out a room in a hotel, like in, a, in a hotel <laughs> diner. That's true. Because everyone that's works that's for the her. The society, everybody in the secret society that can say, oh, we got to go, guys. Come on. Get the extras out of here. We got we to gotta have our meeting, our secret yep. powwow, because we're so powerful in the middle of the day, in the middle of this crowded area. She shows up she and she goes, how powerful we are. She's like, everybody out. Ryan Murphy rented the place. And too bad uh, Sherlock Holmes already did that joke. Sherlock Holmes Game of Shadows when they killed Rachel McAdams. They already pulled. They already did. How that dare time. you kill that they ass? That I know. One of the best asses in Hollywood. One of like five white women. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. It's, it's hard to find. It's a tough one. And then uh, so that was number nine was was Glass. Yes, but I also want to throw float a theory by with you i wish and this would be quick i just wish the movie was i i really did enjoy the part of glass where they're doing the pre with uh sarah paulson when uh okay when uh john mcclain is walking around and with his son and working together i wish they incorporated that with with uh samuel jackson and they met and we never went to the insane asylum Slash X Men facility because that was fucking dumb, but it had a good setup and then it just goes in your hair and fuck you guys. It felt like a middle finger in the middle of the movie. No, it, and it gets so fucking bland and flatlined. He wanted to wrap up the most uh, inaccurate, the most inconsistent trilogy in the history of filmmaking for no reason. That this uh, one felt like that nobody asked for. Yes. It felt unnecessary and just a, like, oh shit, now I gotta make a third one. Like, the studio, now they're yeah. invested and they, the people got excited because of a 30 second shot of Bruce Willis at the end of Split. Now I gotta do it. Fuck. All right. Before his brain, before his brain split. <laughs> it's true. Oh. Before it shattered glass. It's now. Number 10. Bastard. Number 10 is old. I give it a five. Wow, okay. It's right. a it's a Twilight Zone movie, it really is. 
This now, one, it's based on a graphic novel, though. But is, is it? it one that he wrote or someone else wrote it? I assume someone else did. I think it's based on a graphic novel. So I guess he, he, this is his, him adapting somebody else's work. Old graphic novel. This was, it's called Sandcastle. I think. Fuck off. I want slate.com. I just want to know the name of the. Anyway. But uh, you haven't seen the it. The name right? of the game. You said you haven't seen it? No, I, I didn't want to see it. I didn't care. Yeah. I, I know what happens. I know what, exactly what happens. But yeah. Yeah, someone else looks French. People get There's old. A bunch of French names. Yeah. They, they, yeah, I think it's French. I think it was a French grab it all. Um, it's an island resort these people go off and you turn yeah. a corner you basically age like you know multiple years in two days or whatever and it gets to the point where i guess like the the i guess people said it was well acted but just i didn't care I didn't oh my god it. are you fucking kidding care. me you heard that yeah people said the acting was actually not bad in it right because there's a scene where they have an emotional scene talking about like growing old like literally because they have no choice now and how much they lo- they're going to lose things to this this moment, but they got to live in the moment now because all they have, something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of another movie. Can I can I play you a so couple scenes from this movie? Because yes, please. The do. reason the reason it has a five. The plot itself is like an eight. It's a really interesting plot. The reason it goes to a five is because of the acting. The acting is some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my entire life. Why don't you play? All right. I just want to fast forward to a random ass scene here. That sounds like a that sounds like a that sounds like a porno. They're fine. She's fine. But the main characters, this guy and this girl, the guy from Motorcycle Diaries. Oh, the daughter shows up. She's all old now. But, fuck. Let me, sorry. Got titties. All right. Those coffee table injuries. Hey. Hey. He has the M. Night dialogue, which is very, very smart. And this kid right here has like, well, the Jupiter Ascension was, and he just talks like that, you know, and you're like, you're fucking sick, dude. Just shut up. But he turns into Nat Wolf later. Yeah. Fine. Okay. No, Mom, we're scared. Please, stay right here. Okay? If I cry, please don't let them see. I won't. Did you see the, how flat that was? Ooh. It's, it's yeah, lit, literally cool. the worst acting I've seen in a movie this big. Maybe ever. Wow. Wow. The plot is awesome. It's an interesting as shit plot, but then you get these performances and every character who's and they're good actors these two i've seen them in other stuff and they're they're great but in here it's just a fucking flat line and but nat wolf's always great um the guy from lost is great you saw him a second ago the everyone's everyone else is fine they're not amazing but it's serviceable and it it really needed to be a twilight Zone episode just a really short 30 minute thing the beach is aging them as with M. Night stuff like Wayward Pines, like his TV shows, or Servant, once it gets past the the main story and expands outward into the reason this story's happening, that's where it gets really interesting. Right. 
And okay. that's the part I was actually invested with. And I'm like, I wish the movie was way more focused on that because there's a reason this island's like this, you find out. And I wish there was more devoted to that instead of as much as there was to aging because that gets old after the first three times you see it. At one point, they have a baby. Old gets old, gets old after a while. Dick, you'll love this. They, the children grow up, and they're teenagers now, and they're fucking, and they have a baby. And as they're holding the baby, it's aging at such a rapid rate that they can't feed it in enough time, so it dies. Oh. The baby dies, like, right away. <laughs> they have to fucking do a funeral for it. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Like, Jeez. Holy shit. It's fucking dark. God damn, yes. that's dark. So that's my number whatever, nine, ten, what'd I say? Uh, I think 10. Number 10. Number 11. I can't remember. And you've seen this one. Lady in the Water. Number four. I gave it a four. Wow, that... I thought I thought Lady in the Water was going to be the last one. I, I did too, but then I rewatched the other ones on here. I can't imagine why the others wouldn't make it either. Lady in the Water is, I think, the height of his pretentiousness. Yes, I agree. Uh, he left... Dis- Dis- Disney said, this script is bad. We don't want to make it, so rewrite it, or we're just going to part ways. He says, well, I'm going to part ways. Fuck you. I love this script. Bryce Dallas Howard is my champion, and he sold it to Warner Warner Brothers was stupid enough to buy it, so they they paid him a bunch of money for it. Movie comes out, and it basically is is like mediocre business at best, and people see it, and they're just like, oh, this movie does suck. This is terrible. And M. Night Shyamalan plays Jesus Christ, too. He does. That was what I hated the most about it the first time it's I watched literally, it. He's playing, he is Jesus Christ, too. It's. I'm writing this book. I don't know. It's about stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It's about politicians and political. People aren't going to like it. <laughs> I'm calling the cookbook. He sounds like a teenager. I'm and... writing a book called The Cookbook. Ugh. I will say this. I watched this again for the first time, just like Signs or just like The Village. But those two, I was like, I like this more. This time, I went, I'm not as mad as I was the first time because because all I focused on the first time was M. Night is playing the hero for his writing. And I'm like, he is so fucking full of himself. It's all I could think about the entire movie. Yes. This time, I knew that going in, so I was thinking about the plot. And I'm like, I, I I watched it with my wife. And I go... What the fuck is happening? She goes, what do you mean? I'm like, why does she have to go in the water? What is the lady in the water? What is this backstory? What, are the, what is that little demon, the, the, the grass demon? Why, why, why the any monkey, of this? The monkey monster. Yeah. The eagle's right. going to take her? What the fuck is this story? I'm, I, I'm like, honestly, what happens if she dies? What's the stake here? And she goes, I have no idea. I'm like, exactly. Um, it's a fairy tale that he told his children when they were growing up, when they were going to bed, when they were developing into hot women. <laughs> yes. Because now his daughters are grown up. You're like, holy shit. Well, I said that M9, and you said, eh. Your wife got some good genetic material. <laughs> now you're right. I agree. But his wife is hot. His wife is actually really beautiful. I was shocked. His wife was like, he's oh, a good God. looking man. Good job, good- M. Knight. He's a good looking man. He is a good look. He is actually not a bad looking yeah. guy. He's actually a handsome man. I'll say he's a handsome man. But I'm going to say if that was an arranged marriage, if he was an arranged marriage, good job. So, well, they went. Because they are. In, in, Indians do have arranged marriages. Yeah, but they're not Indian from India. America they're from do. Philadelphia. 
You know, even Americans do. Even American Indian families do. I don't think his was because I know um, my my buddy had a, had a fraternity brother who was Hindu Indian, and his marriage was arranged. And I think uh, my other friend, his marriage, like I, I don't know my friend, I knew him years ago. I think his marriage was arranged. So they they it's a business. They, they get married and like they, they like each other good. Yeah. It's not whatever. You're gonna have kids and move on. That's how that works. It's like it's like fiddler on the roof. I think it's more like it, it is. Yes, they still do that definitely. But I think it's more like some families do that. I don't think his was like yeah, that. More traditional family. Yeah. Because the movie, the movie. Well, I'm going off the movie "Praying with Anger" that he wrote, and his whole thing was, "I'm not that attached to the tradition," right. and it's right. about him learning the tradition and but learning like the, the respect end, that they have for teachers yeah. and like people and like, well, exactly. the culture. So I don't think he yeah. really grew up that entrenched into the Indian culture. As no, you, you know what it was. You, you know what it was. You know what it was. Okay. And I was pissed off that he was arranged marriage. And what happened was he saw the picture of his wife. He goes, oh, shit, never mind. I love this culture. Thank you, culture. Oh, dear God. I have to try for this one. This is fucking great. There's got to be some guys in arranged marriages that are like, I I wouldn't have got her any other way. (laughs) And there's some that are like, oh, fuck you. God damn it. Fuck you, Ganesh. Fuck. It's your cousin. They tell a story in Praying with Anger about, about how Ganesh has an elephant head. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. That's the story? I didn't know that. Don't don't feed my god a peanut. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> yeah. We needed a poo here. You want a peanut? No, but it's... No. I guess in the story, they cut off a guy's head, and the only thing they can find to replace it with is an elephant. So they throw an elephant head on That's his body. Big head. <laughs> I'm like, Damn. That's just comically That's savage. That's yeah, chemi- it is comically awkward. Should be way fucking bigger and just oh, like a bobblehead. That's yeah, exactly. But um, Lady in the Water, I I couldn't tell you what the story was, and if she dies right now, if she died the second she showed up at Paul Giamatti's place, couldn't tell you what the consequences were. That makes me right. not give a shit. I don't know. They needed to set the story up before the movie begins. Right, because, well, didn't he have a backstory or something, and it was prevalent to the movie? It was the only good part of the movie. Is that what it was? His wife was and his kids were killed by a home invader. So now he's working as a super, yes. and he's he's fixing up, trying to fix everyone else's lives. Right, okay. It reminds me of another movie I hate All that right. was written by Bono, who I hate, called Million Dollar Hotel, Million also Dollar starring Hotel? Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hate that movie, fucking hate this movie. I didn't hate it as much the second time, but I still hate the story, and it feels pretentious as all hell. <laughs> like I, I like to write my movies. At a certain point in this movie, you need to start ducking, because you're going to get like M. Night uh, money shots in your face, because he's just jerking off all over this movie. I love it. I'm so smart, and I, I love the greatest thing ever. I never won an Oscar, but fuck you. She, uh, Bryce no, Dallas Howard will. keeps like spoiling his future. Where she goes, you're going to be assassinated. You're going to see one of your three nephews by his hot ass sister in this movie. She is, she is hot. Right. But um, moving on because I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Number twelve. Second time watching this thing. The happening. After Earth. Not the happening. Oh, I forgot about After Earth. Ooh. You're going to forget about a couple of these coming up. 
After Earth, not a good movie. A good I gave movie. it a oh, four. Oh, that's right. You just, you, you just remembered another movie that's coming up. I just remembered. See, that. that's, you know the best thing this about is Last why Airbender? I wanted to talk about him. <laughs> the best thing about Last Airbender was the teaser trailer. Because the teaser trailer was awesome. We'll talk about it that. Had, it had its own soundtrack. Let's wait. Oh, it's not even close. After to the, Earth. Oh, my God. After is Earth. That the last, that's the last one? Okay, After Earth. After Earth. Welcome to Earth. Will and Jaden Smith. I keep on saying Jaden. Jaden Smith. Will Smith Jayden and Smith. his son. Him it's yelling at his... first and last movie together. It, it felt like real life because this is him being a total dick to the son. The son willing to do whatever he can to impress his dad. The ultimate lesson is don't be like me because you want to be like me. Be like me because you're also a piece of shit. That's what I got out don't of Don't be of the you can't be Jim West. You can't be Agent K. Or J, whatever it was in Men in Black. It's You can't be a rapper, an in, in, a, a rapper slash uh clean rapper. Eminem got a swear in his from Philly. <laughs> Will Smith ain't got to swearing his songs to make money. It's it's but a it's a this movie's not pretentious, but I'm like, why did you make this? I can't figure that out for the life of yeah, me. It's terrible. Why am uh, night money, for this movie? It's money. I don't money money. It, this was a period of his career where it was waning. And I think it was what two. Th- it was after the happening, and this that was twenty bomb. I think ten. I want to say critical failure. Um, in a commercial finish, so he did this for money. I don't think he wrote the script. This is a script written by other people. Oh, that's pretty. Unless serious. he attached his name to it, like on the end. I don't think he wrote this movie. I think this was a spec script that he just decided to direct because it was money, and he thought Will Smith was going to be the the way back in. And little did he know, Will Smith was on his downward spiral in a career at this moment. This movie is from 2013. Ooh, bad, bad dates. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is boring and stupid, but watching it the second time, I wasn't as focused on what was going to happen, so it did help a little bit, because I, I knew not to be bored at certain parts, but I knew what was coming. Did you, conf- and I was did like, you confuse it for 65, that no, Adam I didn't. Driver movie that no, just came out? I'm not going to see that movie. movie. Uh, I was just kind of like, oh, this is happening, and here we go, and it is what it is. At the end of the day, I'm like, I have almost no feelings other than I was kind of bored, and I don't care about any of the characters or what happens to them. Because it's again, it goes off uh, what I was saying, Lady in the Water. If they die, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. The the I would say the world would go on, but the point is the world won't go on. Well, the world will. But not humanity. They're, they're not even fucking here. Right. doesn't fucking matter. No, we went to another planet. Yeah, and, yeah. and I didn't give a shit. They had that stupid uh, yeah. thing where the soldier stands up and salutes Will Smith at the end with a missing leg right at the beginning. And later on, he, he stands up and salutes his own son. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Chekhov's cripple standing up, I guess you call it. It was so dumb. But it's it's just like, blah, why inoffensive though but I, I don't i don't particularly like will smith that much 
And he's no. really bad in this. <laughs> he just seems like a total <laughs> dick to his child, which I guess is the point, but fucking didn't care. If he stabbed uh, Will Smith in the heart the second they landed, I'd be fine. Too. Sorry, what? Yeah, but if your son was if your son was Jaden Smith, wouldn't you feel the same way? Well, he's Jaden Smith because that's it's, it's your fault. Don't write on Twitter, Jaden. You're not that smart. Stop <laughs> pretending to be smart. He tries to be so not, deep. You're not smart. You're dumb. It is a whole Don't family. Dumb as shit. An entire family of fucking idiots. That everyone like. Everyone loves them, but I don't think they think they're smart. I don't think the regular person thinks Will Smith is that oh. smart. God, no. No, they don't. Nobody does. Nobody, and, and nobody ever saw that. And when the Oscar thing happened last year with Chris Rock, I wasn't like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, they're fucking idiots. They're, they're, they're idiots. Right. As soon as I hear someone's a Scientologist, I go, oh, they're, well, they're fucking dumb. Like, they're, they're just dumb or they're greedy right. or whatever reason they get involved with it. None of it I want anything to do with. Yeah. Anyway, number 11, sorry, number 13, and I'll touch very briefly on this because you haven't seen it, but it's Wide Awake. I gave it a four. It's his second movie. Oh, wow. So that's that low. Wow. Isn't this uh, at least, oh, Rosie O'Donnell's in this one, right? Rosie O'Donnell. She plays a retard. It's not that one. I don't know what movie that is, <laughs> and what if... but it's not this one. I got to find it. I, it's... It's it's somewhere. I'm gonna find it right now. I'm but give it to you. I'm gonna send it to you. Um, I'll 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 talk and, and describe the movie so you can listen to it later. I guess because you're not listening now. <laughs> um, it's a kid. I'm listening. Whose grandpa dies. The grandpa's Robert Loja. Uh, he's barely in the movie. I was hoping for way more of him. But it's just a kid looking for God after his grandpa dies. That's it. He's looking for a sign that there is a God. He's going to Catholic school. Rosie O'Donnell plays a nun. Is obsessed with sports. She's got all the Philadelphia stuff you can imagine. Crazy, right? To see Philadelphia represented in an M. Night movie. I know. Go figure that one out. Huh? Yeah. It's it's stupid. It's boring. It It's from 1998. It tries to do the kid coming of life story. But it doesn't have the the jokes or the charm or the high highs and lows of that. It is a kid sleepwalking right. through a performance, and not no fault of his own. He's a kid. That's on M night. He's just sleepwalking. Of why am I not getting a sign from God? And the kid's fine. He's a good actor. He's still working to this day in a bunch of stuff. Who is it? Oh God. Who is it? It is. Joseph Cross. He's okay. in uh, Milk, Flags of Our Fathers, Lincoln, Licorice Pizza, Mank. He's in a ton of Mindhunter. He's in a ton of stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I know this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll show his picture right here. But he's a good actor in this movie. It's just, the problem is he had nothing to work with in these scenes. And I've never said that about, his ki- about a kid actor before. Him. If you want to look at the screen. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, he's in a lot of stuff. He's a good actor. He's um, actually, yeah, he's a good actor. I just was so bored, and I didn't care, and eventually there's like a weird fight club thing. Because the kid is looking for a reason to, looking for God. He's on a mission to find a sign from God. And he keeps seeing this, like, he keeps like looking around, and like my, my stupid friend over here, or the bully, and he's like going to them and talking to them. 
And he, he finds like a little more motivation to keep his search going throughout the it should be a sweet scene, a sweet movie with these combination of scenes that I'm gonna describe. He helps the bully who gets kicked out of school and says goodbye to him. And the, Rosie O'Donnell's like, that was very sweet of you. You can tell in her look. And then he mm. goes to his friend who has epilepsy and he's like, he helps him and saves him. And he goes to another friend, a guy at school yeah. that has no friends. And he's like, oh, let's, just, let's, let's hang out. And then he goes to this one kid who's walking by the school who's like the weirdo and nobody talks to him. And he, at the end of the movie, they're taking the, the class photo and Rosie O'Donnell's like, we're missing a student. And he, he sees the kid walk by, the, the weirdo loner kid. And he goes outside and he's like, hey, you're missing the photo. You're missing the photo session. You should come back in. And he goes, you don't need to keep looking. God is real. And the kid's like, looks away and he comes back, oh, turns back, gone. and the kid's gone. He's like, <gasps> and the credits. Oh. A, mo- a film by M. Night Shyamalan. I'm like, oh, fuck you. That's, that's, that's bizarre. So I sent you the, the, the footage. Uh, please play it now for everybody in the Messenger. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell in a made for TV movie. Oh, let me pull Which it up. was probably not the best thing, not the best thing to make. But this was a different time, and oh, I miss these days. Problem is, I miss these days of bad ideas. Problem is, though, it's gonna play with YouTube, which I cannot play on this. I can play the video. Oh, you can't play what? the audio because the audio is basically the whole fucking point. Yes, it's just the audio. Do you hear anything? The audio is what matters. No, exactly. Do you hear it at least? Yeah, I hear it. You can hear it? Podcast listeners in in the video, only you won't hear it. Riding the bus with my sister. Who's racing? Never go full retard. She's mentally challenged. She goes full retard. Every day you are first person on my bus. Oh, no. M. Knight? She'd kill somebody to get on first. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kill. That's all I'm going to play. Oh, my. Oh, it's so I wouldn't. Great. I wouldn't kill. What a wonderful era. What's it called, though? <laughs> I would tell. I would nothing. Riding, with, riding on the bus with my sister. That's the movie name? That's, that's the name of the TV <laughs> movie. Oh, my dear God. This is the best comment I've ever seen on YouTube. Oh, oh. What is it? Boom, 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 boom. Say which one? Hold on. How do I find the you comments? Laugh. I went too too tight. All right, here we go. You went too tight. That's cool <laughs> that they created a role where Rosie could just be herself. Fantastic. Four years ago. Beautiful. Kate Schneider, I want to marry you. I, oh, my God. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's pretty powerful stuff right there. We are doing Before a you, live you're, you're, show and... <laughs> Played this clip. You're, this is a four-year-old. The best four-year-old comment. YouTube comment I've ever seen. She's probably dead. You deserve. What does she deserve? A parade. A parade. A parade. I wrote prod. Parade. There we go. A prod. A pride parade. She deserves a pride. You parade. deserve a gay pride. Hi. Parade. It used to be gay. Hello. It used to be straight, but now I'm gay. I think the drug made me that way. Eventually, we will do Kids in the Hall Brain Candy on the show. That's Scott right. Thompson run, walking down the road. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Let's move on. Wide Awake was was your 15th or 13th, 13th movie. Number 14. Wow, we're on the last. Okay, so shit. 
These are the last okay. two. Has to be the happening. Number 14 is the happening. the happening. I gave it a three. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. I don't I have much to say. I just have a question. Do you remember this movie fairly well? Like the characters. Do you remember the characters yeah. fairly well? Kind of, yes. What the holy shit but, was happening with Zoe Deschanel in this movie? She's like an oh, alien. She was having an affair. But she yeah. admits later to seeing a guy once for lunch. And that's the extent right. of the affair. But she acts like a fucking alien the entire beginning of the movie. And she's like, well, you know who the guy huh? is on the phone? Do you know who the guy is on the phone? I don't remember. I don't want to pay attention. M. Night Shyamalan. Of course it was. I, I knew who the, it was. I just said. Uh, <laughs> he's, yeah. Yeah, that, that's who it was. I just have so much hate. give him credit, he puts himself. To give him credit, he's less and less in his own movies. So give him that much. I'll give him that credit. He's learning to step away from putting himself in these movies. I'll give him credit for something else, but only after I finish my list. Because i got a quick thing to say after, and then we'll be done. I, this movie fucking sucks. There's no point of it, other than kind of environmentalism for a second. They kill some children in this movie via shotguns, which actually found surprising. Love it. It's. I was like, oh my uh, god, I, I forgot about so that. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> It's so stupid, so funny. Those kids are yeah, such assholes. Buttheads! <laughs> yeah. And they get blown away with a double barrel shotgun. I was like, oh, M. Night, you read my mind. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you for this wonderful moment in cinematic history. Blowing away two annoying children with a double barrel shotgun. I was. Listen, you buttheads! Or whatever he said. There's no twist ending. I feel like he says, he calls them. Well, the twist ending is it just ends. It just Everybody ends, but it also cuts to France and it's still going on there. Or starting Which, there. Good. Good. Hopefully it keeps going. I just... Mais oui, monsieur! Other than... The only reason I gave it a three instead of a two or one is because of the stupid suicides in the movie. Because those are incredible. Yes. The guy feeding his arm to a lion. I the guy lays down, gets ran over by a big lawnmower. That one, that's the one I thought. Remember when we were talking during this movie, and I told you I thought John uh, Johnny Legs died a horrific death. That's the one I thought he did. I thought he was the one that laid in front of the lawnmower, but instead he just shows up and no, just, he just gets thrown out of the. He yeah. just stabs himself in the neck with some glass. He gets. Uh, yeah, he, he kills himself being shot out of the front window. Yeah, and he just cuts himself. He picks up some glass like, from the windshield, yeah. and and it's the camera's not even on him. Really, it's in the back. Like the camera's really far away. Right. From yeah. Him. Now, and I was like, why, granted, why there are him? some really cool shots. There are cool shots in the happening though, where like they look up and all the guys are jumping off the top of the floor of the roof, the construction guys, and like one at a time they're falling down. Like that yeah. was cool. It was cool. There's looking. some cool stuff in there. Yeah. That's but what I said. That's what that's what saves it from a two or one because the story is right. one of the worst stories. It's not even the story that's bad. It's the way it's told. Where because because right. Mark Wahlberg figures out the actual plot of the movie and what's really happening like twenty five minutes in, and then he doesn't do anything right. else to solve or or reaffirm that theory. He just kind of bears witnesses. These people no. die. 
run against the wind. There's that great scene where the they're staying. Run at, away from the wind. Yeah, they're staying at the at the crazy lady's house, and she kills herself on her by slamming her head into the the windows in the back, and and the glass, and like right, yeah, that part's fun. Again, it's like the village. That yeah, part, the village, is just that scene for a movie. Right, but it does deserve a three. It is terrible. And we come. Number 15. We come to the worst movie. The worst movie of M. Night Shyamalan's career. The last one that Airbender. he really has nothing to do with. Yeah. And you could tell. I think what he 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 rewrote the script and everybody who liked The Last Airbender said, That's not the show. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You had all this wealth of material. You could have had a giant franchise and you fucked it up so terribly. People who love the show don't even even want this uttered in their presence. This movie. And then you got the whole uh, again, whitewashing thing. And the best. Well, yeah, I mean that that stuff doesn't. I don't care about that shit because it's a movie. At the end of the day, I mean, I don't really give a shit about that. But um, it it just adds it's just, another it's just layer. A boring, terrible movie. Yeah, it doesn't distract me it's from liking layer the movie anymore. Just, but um, um, it is no. It, it was a big deal when this movie came out, though. I don't give a shit because right. I don't now, give a shit about the source. They're so overdoing it. Yeah. Now I it's just, just like okay, oh my god, every other character has to be a different person. This 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 doesn't exist in reality, but whatever. This is just a movie I mean, that's you don't you shouldn't have this much expository dialogue and voiceover, and I still don't know what's no. happening and why I should care. Because I'm like, yeah, okay. Their fish. They're going to fire world now. What? Oh, she, the princess is a fish. Fucking. She, she's a fish in a koi pond. This goes <laughs> yeah. back to life. And they kill it in, in the bucket. She sacrifices herself. But um, what's his name? Does a bunch of kung fu moves, and he's like the best ever. Slumdog Millionaire is, in is a yeah, an evil fire guy who's Dev Patel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like sometimes good, sometimes bad, but ultimately it doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. I just watched the movie, the entire movie again for the second time, and I cannot tell you what happens in the movie. Like I, sections of the movie are just faded from my memory immediately. The last Airbender came out in two thousand ten. Yeah. So yeah, and he did After Earth after this one. Because he had no choice. Because this one was a giant disaster. Yeah. Um, let's see. It is box office. The budget for this movie was 150 million. Okay, worldwide gross 319. So it doubled its money, which means it broke even probably. Yes, but if you, if you didn't factor bad. in Asia, he would have tanked so fucking hard. And everybody hates it. Like it is universally it's, hated by every Avatar, the last Airbender fan in the world. So that didn't help matters much. I don't know. But, um, what yeah, that, so that's just worse. What movie. that show is, but the worst. Um, well, that, the show's huge. The show. It's a big show. It's a big show. It's a big show. Well, he couldn't call it Avatar show. because James Cameron kind of snuck in and stole it. So I guess we tied the two episodes with James Cameron and this together. Finally. No, because uh, Avatar, quite... The Last Airbender, came out way before Avatar. Avatar took that name first, or second. That's what I'm saying. Because Avatar, Last Airbender, has been around since like that's what I'm saying. 2000. 
He couldn't use Avatar no. for The Last Airbender because James Cameron stole it for his movie Avatar. No, but it's based on Avatar The Last Airbender, which was out way before Avatar James Cameron's version. Avatar The Last Airbender has been out since like 2000. It's been around for 20 years. That's like exactly... Massive, we're saying the exact massive. same thing. No, you said James Cameron used Avatar first. No, I, I said, said James no, Cameron stole the title. Avatar. That's what I just said. James Cameron stole the title no, Avatar. You said you you didn't say stole. You said you <sighs> you didn't say stole. Rewind the tape. No, anyway, um, go back to the tape. Terrible <laughs> fucking movie. Um, honestly, it's no bad. redeeming qualities. The only reason I didn't give it a one is because I can hear the dialogue. Well, did you did you notice the unusual close ups in that movie? Because there were reshoots. And like the camera is this tight on the boy because they're basically in a parking lot doing the scene over again. And they can't show anything else because if you did, you'd realize it's 16 because months later. Because he had to take acting not, lessons. It's like, ooh. The kid is terrible. Yeah, well, and it didn't work. It didn't take. didn't take. The bald kid <laughs> is terrible. No, there are that. There are those scenes, especially when he shows up at the first village he tries to help. And he goes, elders, right. overtake the fire people. And it cuts to him. And he's like, I will do it. <laughs> so awkward. Oh, my God. This Ugh. movie's this movie's just, uh, first of all, I Bruh. fucking hate anime. I fucking hate anime. So a movie yeah. based on anime is already doomed for me. So it is a personal preference. But also this movie's terrible. And the fans who love anime are on the same side as me. So. Yeah, I think I think the fans definitely yeah. have it on this one. Yeah. I do want to mention briefly before we go. I do like his two TV shows. He started uh, okay. Wayward Pines, which is a show I was obsessed with. I was like, this show's really fucking good. And then, like, episode four or five happened. And I go, mm. and you just spoiled the entire mystery of the series. They tell you what what's really happening in the only, in this mysterious show. It was only was it just one season. It's two. But imagine if Lost okay. came out on episode four, and they're like, "Jack, th- you know we're all in purgatory." This is, and you're like, "Why the fuck do I care then?" Like at least they wait until the end of season six to reveal. Yeah, they waited until season six to. Fuck you. But at least you had enough time to enjoy the show and the characters. This was Matt Dillon and uh, who the fuck else? Uh, yeah, a bunch of bunch of great great actors. Toby Jones is on there. Um, Terrence Howard. Yeah. Um, Juliette Lewis. It was, it was a great cast, and it had this mystery, which is like this town. And they kept the intro for the show was like the, a little model town, you know, like where Beetlejuice lives. And they kept showing that. And I'm like, oh fuck, are they living in there? What's going on? Why are they all there? They all wake up at the same day. Like they all wake up and they're like, "What the fuck happened?" And they don't know why they're there. They can't get out. It's the same thing I talk about with the, with the show From that you should watch. But this goes episode five. I want to say just goes. Oh, this is what's going on, and you're like, I, I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care. And then there's another fucking season after that, and you're like, I. Why do I care? And then they kill Matt Dillon and Jason Patrick takes over. And you're like, what is that? Why do I care? You killed the cast of the last season for a show I already know the ending to. 
It's just, it was baffling. Right. So then I started watching Servant when I got uh, Apple TV Plus. And I was so ready to fucking make fun of it. And I was like, this is going to be terrible. I look, M. Night's terrible is great sometimes. Uh, and then I watched it. And then I watched the second episode. And by the time I knew it, I finished the first three seasons. And I'm like, I really enjoyed this show. Like, I think if mm. I were to rate and put his, put Servant in the top 10 or the top 15, it'd be number two after Unbreakable. Like, it is really fucking good. Uh, if you haven't seen Servant and you're a fan of M. Night, I'm not going to spoil anything. Watch it. The new season came out. I have not seen it yet. I will get to it eventually. Probably when the baby's born. But mm. definitely check it out if you're into that sort of stuff. Because it is not the stupid story about a fake baby I thought it was going to be. It turns into a whole fucking okay. thing. I was like, a fake baby in M. Night? This is going to be amazing fodder B-movie stuff. After a handful of episodes, you don't even think about the fake baby so much anymore. It's not, it's not even about that. It's just like the setup for this story. And I keep waiting for so, him to shit the bed, uh, but it I keeps getting better. You mentioned Juliet Lewis, yeah, and on the subjects of um, on the subjects of mentally challenged people, yes, and movies that and were Scientology. Yes, my my the other, the other sister, sister, Gary Marshall classic, where Juliet Lewis plays a mentally challenged girl who falls in love with a Down syndrome boy, played by Scientologist Giovanni Ribisi. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and Sarah Paulson's in it. Oh, really? Who's also in Split or in Glass? I've never actually seen that movie, but I've seen it was on HBO. You know, during that time, and we catch scenes. And I'm like, oh no, I'm good. Oh yeah, it's on. Yeah. You know, what we should do oh, like yeah. top five movies where someone plays someone with a with a severe mental deficiency, like I Am Sam. You got I, the other sister. Me you got writing Dom- Dominic. Um, Geely. Dominic Eugene. Oh, it's true. That's true. Justin Martha. Ooh. He does the full hand thing. Ooh. That's like an autism and autism moment. We're done, right? M. Night? Wow. We're done. I'm looking forward to his movie done. called Trap. Let's leave him. We didn't mention the movie Devil that he wrote. We didn't mention Stuart that's Little that he failed. wrote. <laughs> that's true. Two and two, by the way. He, he, he wrote Little, the second one. One was a big hit, which is why there was a two. I saw that in the theater. He did what? Oh my God! Why? Because it was free. Because I worked at the theater. <laughs> I don't care. Even if you worked, why would you watch Stuart Little? I saw it for free because it was, dude. You don't know how small. With a town of, it was the town over, so it was twenty five hundred people. That was considered the big city for me. And like six people in the theater. Yeah. And after it starts, you're done. So huh. I'm like, fuck, I guess I'll go in the theater and watch the movie. And then my friends, like a couple yes. a couple days later, my friends wanted to go watch it. So we snuck in at the last minute, even though I didn't have to sneak in. But Oh my God. And then um Jesus we're Christ. sitting there and we we were just we were MST Theory from the back row, just making fun of it. And it we it was the first oh, time man. and last time you'll ever see a crowd on board with what we were doing. Because there's no kids in there, and there were, everyone was making fun of it. Right, it was yeah. one of the best movies experiences I've ever in my life. Stuart Little, everyone made fun of the movie. Fantastic. <laughs> so I'm I'm actually glad I went and saw it in the theater. Too. Well, that's good. That's at least you did that. But Devil's terrible. The toast. 
anyway. Devil was the beginning and the end of the um, the Twilight Zone uh, um, anthology movie saga they tried to make. Didn't take. No. Where basically it was a series of films based on M. Night Shyamalan ideas, and it didn't happen. Thank God. It didn't get off the ground because that movie failed. His name is not on Stuart Little 2. It's only on the first one. Oh, shocker. Yeah. Oh, maybe he didn't write it. I thought he did. Okay. E.B. White wrote the book. Him and Greg Book Brooker wrote the script. Stuart Little Michael 2. Michael Rooker wrote the Oh, shit, there's three of them. Two. No, it's just uh, E.B. White book oh, and Douglas Wick and Bruce. Yeah, he didn't do, have anything to do with the other ones. Wow, they made three of those. So movies? that means oh, M Night converted the movie into a shit. into a screenplay. Screenplay and didn't create any original characters because his name is not on the second third movie. That's that's a faithful yeah, adaptation wow, right there. Okay. Interesting. All right, until next time, which is Dick chose Dark City. And yeah, the, and the week after that, I chose this. I got it in the mail today. Once upon a time in the West. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. So those are our next two weeks. Until next time. The transfer is any good. In the meantime, it has both the theatrical and the un. What's it say? Oh God. Restored and theatrical versions, whatever that means. It's a minute longer. Whatever that means. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm Phoenix West. Take take it. So long, citizens. Bye-bye. Good M night, Shyamalan. <laughs> no. This is the last airbender joke with you, okay? No more. There's signs pointing right. to this being being done. This this joke is like glass and you're walking all over. It's getting old. <sighs> I'm gonna take this back to the village. Oh, okay. Six cents. <laughs> so stupid. There you go. The worst bit ever. I wish I was wide awake with my six. I wish I was wide awake with my six cents to, uh, you know, what? take that old glass from splitting. Fuck that! I'm praying with anger that you fail. Okay. There you go. Bye. I'm on the train. Oh, I'm on oh. the bus. Who is that at our cabin door? Knock, knock, knock on the cabin door.